Welcome to Misguided, where we're all a little misguided. I'm Taylor. And I'm Morg. And I have another disclaimer for you. <laughs> no. Oh, no guys. disclaimers. I want a light, fluffy. There is no light and fluffy. I know. That's my episodes. It's all dark and... What is it? What is it? Gray. Yeah. Dark gray. Dark gray. Sad. Okay, back to my disclaimer. Sorry. Disclaimer. This case does involve domestic violence. Please take care of yourself and protect your mental health. If you are in a domestic violence situation or if you know of someone who is, please view our show notes for resources. You are not alone. You do not deserve this. And there is help. I'm going to cry. Tears. Actual tears. Okay, today we are talking about Francine Hughes. Have you ever heard of her? I don't believe so, but I guess we'll find out. I'm bad with names. Same. Francine Hughes was born on August 17th, 1947 in Stockbridge, Michigan. Uh, Francine's father was an abusive alcoholic, and Francine left school and home at the age of 16 to marry James Mickey Hughes, who we will be referring to as Mickey in this episode. Okay. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Mickey and Francine had four children together. There is a movie about this case. And oh, apparently, what? Yeah, apparently in the movie, she only has three children. Oh, so one of them just didn't make the cut? Yeah, I, mean, I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. Or like I know I don't know the kids' names, but like poor Billy. Yeah, I, just, <laughs> I didn't include the children's names. No, children don't need to be involved in stuff. Nope. After enduring physical and verbal abuse from Mickey, Francine decided to divorce Mickey. Their divorce was finalized in April of 1971. Unfortunately, it wasn't long after the divorce that Mickey moved back into their family's home after getting into a serious car accident. This happened in the summer of 1971. So it was literally only a few months later. Oh, wow. Um, there was like a little thing about how Francine didn't want to hurt him even more than he had been hurt in the car accident, which is why she welcomed him back into the home. But, okay. Yeah. She sounds like a really genuine person. I feel like she was probably very sweet and a lot of us have that personality where we're givers and not takers. So. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, after Mickey's recovery, the abuse continued. Francine was the victim of physical and mental abuse at the hands of Mickey. This included being beaten, having furniture in the home destroyed, and Mickey had even killed their daughter's kitten. <gasps> what? In capitals, I have monster. <laughs> monster. Oh, monster. Yes. Holy. Often, individuals are fearful to leave their abusive partners and believe that it will only make matters worse. Francine was afraid to leave due to Mickey's multiple threats of killing her. Which, well, I mean, clearly, like, I don't know the case yet, but if you are capable of killing an animal, you're capable of killing a human, in my eyes. At absolutely. Least. Like, it's taking life, right? Um, however, Francine wanted to gain independence and started her journey of making a life that held possibility for leaving Mickey. She first obtained her GED and then joined courses to increase her education and chances of getting a good job. Wow. Yep. So now we're going to talk about the day of... On March 9th, 1977, Francine came home from school to an intoxicated Mickey. And as we know, alcohol never makes these type of people better. Never. Mickey would not allow Francine to cook dinner and began to harass Francine about quitting school. Francine refused to agree to quitting her classes. Remember, this is likely her way out. And I'm assuming he would know. 
Yep. People who well, are toxic do not want you to better yourself. And no. that includes, like, friends and family. It's true. They will not be supportive. Um, this is when Mickey began to physically assault Francine. Francine did end up calling the police. Did the police come? When the police arrived, they talked to the couple, but ultimately left without arresting Mickey because they had not witnessed the assault. <sighs> However... Later, one of the police officers testified that Mickey said it was all over for her due to calling the police. And they left. They left? They left after he literally threatened her life in front of them. What is wrong with police? Like, I understand, like, domestic disputes are very complicated and hard. I think and we're... we've heard many cases where, let's say, one person is the abuser. In this circumstance, it was a man. So let's just... It can be flipped. Women can abuse as well. But just for a scenario, it's the man abusing the woman. They have so many cases where the man will abuse the woman, and then the woman will get arrested for defending herself. Yeah. <coughs> it's not what should happen. I do think things have changed over time. Like, we, one time, me and Morg, um, had to call the police on one of our neighbors when we lived together. Yes. We were roommates. Yeah. We were yeah. roommates. We had a little apartment together. Um, and they did, like, force one of them to leave for the they night. They did. Um, I don't recall. It was a male-female uh, situationship. And they did make one of the people leave, which it was, like, really awkward because, like, we were, like, across the hall from them so we could see out of the people. And, like... <laughs> we were being snoopy. We yeah. were being snoopy because we wanted... I don't know. I felt like I was like, I don't want to hear this all night and I don't want somebody to be unsafe. Like, it was... And she was, like... Sounding sus. She was beating him, so, like... She... Yeah. She was the abuser in that situation, and I'm pretty sure... They made him leave. They made him leave, but to be fair, I'm pretty sure it was her apartment. That's fair. Yeah. True. Um, after the police officers left the family home, Francine began trying to prepare dinner. Uh, Mickey hit the food onto the floor. He then forced Francine to clean the mess up using her hands by forcing her arm behind the back. When Francine finished cleaning up the food, Mickey picked up the trash can and dumped it on the floor and forced her to clean it again. What the f- And forced Francine to have sex with him. Oh, Lord. Finally, Mickey drunkenly fell asleep. This is when Francine decided that this would be the last time Mickey abused her. She waited for her youngest child to return home, but after some time, decided it needed to be over. Francine told her three children to grab their coats and wait in the car. Did she not have four kids? She did. The youngest one isn't home, and it seems like she's waiting for them to get home and then just decides, you know what, it's enough. It needs to happen now. Okay. Um, Francine told her three children to get their coats and wait in the car. Francine then entered Mickey's bedroom, poured gas around the bed, and set it on fire. After watching the family home become engulfed in flames, Francine drove to the police station and confessed to setting her former husband on fire. Oh, dude. I do not condone Francine's behavior, but, like, what a bad bitch. I was, like, okay, <laughs> I was not condoning it as well, but the whole time I was like, oh, she's gonna get him. Like, she's <laughs> going to make him pay. Karma is a funny thing. I don't, like, I... From what you described, and you did not go into detail, but I'm sure if they were, the, I'm sure if Mickey was capable of doing that, he did a lot more as well. And this is over years. This is the tip of the iceberg. I'm only explaining what I have to. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
following, there was a trial, and Francine was found not guilty due what? to temporary insanity. Francine's mother Get later it, said, <laughs> Francine's mother later said, and bad bitch, she said, and I quote, you did what was best for your husband. You did what was best for your family. I'm sorry, but um, if that's your dad... You deserve better. And you know, this story kind of has a happy ending. Francine did get remarried to a country music singer. Oh, what? And then she became a nurse. Oh, well, good for her. Yeah. Don't kill people. We're not condoning <laughs> We're not condoning people. the behavior, but... Uh, she was she was wee, found wee. not guilty for a reason. <laughs> if you are in an unsafe situation, please reach out to the Family Violence Information Line. At one seven eight zero three one zero one eight one eight. This is a twenty four hour multilingual hotline. You can also reach out to the National Domestic Violence Hotline at one eight zero zero seven nine nine seven two three three. Or if you are unable to talk on the phone, you can text the crisis text line. Just text home to seven four one seven four one. And with that, I will... What is behind the door for you, Taylor? I am a dummy, and I only prepared two behind the doors, and we're recording four episodes today. Yeah, if you guys can't tell with how silly billies we are, we... Are brain dead. We are. We're goners. We are recording (laughs) more episodes. We're recording five episodes, actually. Right, 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 right. Um, But... Taylor has school. I have obligations of different obligationly things. <laughs> obligationly things. Obligations. So yeah, we're getting ahead of ourselves for once. Yeah, for one time. Not recording the day before. Yeah, not recording and editing the day before release. <laughs> uh, uh, well, recording might be, or editing might be the day before because that's on me. <laughs> so that's if you have you, terrible babe. edits, that's on me. Sorry, guys. Um, we're behind the door today. I'm going to leave you with a inspirational. My inspirational message is going to be be strong, be brave, and get help. Get help. It is okay to ask for help. I am strong. But it truly is okay. okay. It's okay. okay and help. it's better in the end. Take care of your mental health. If you can't listen to these episodes, take we care understand. of yourself. Take care of yourself, homie. What's behind your door today? I'm trying to find a spooky story. Stop with the spooky stories, gosh! <laughs> I like it! That's why my episodes are called Truly Spooky. Good golly, Miss Morgie. Don't call me that. <laughs> Slander. <laughs> I like it. Oh, I bought us. Ah, what? Sorry. Scream <laughs> I bought us chalices. <laughs> yeah, it. This is, like, very far in the past by the time you guys are hearing this, but we posted it on our Instagram story. So maybe, like, follow us on Insta, like, if you're cool. Ready? Oh, do it closer to the mic, just in case. Cheers! Bad thing. I don't have it read through this. Last night, a friend rushed me out of the house to catch the opening act at a local bar's music night. A few drinks later, I realized my phone wasn't in my pocket. I checked the table we were sitting at. The bar, the bathrooms, and there was no luck. I used my friend's phone to call mine. After two rings, somebody answered in a low, raspy giggle. Then hung up. They didn't answer again. I am 
eventually gave it up as a lost cause and then headed home. I found my phone laying on my nightstand right where I left it. Boom. 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 I don't know why you do these to me with these spooky stories. Do you get nightmares? <laughs> no. Just night terrors. <laughs> <laughs> oh my my bad. I just scream in my sleep. It's no biggie. Hey, it's more of your partner's biggie. <laughs> he but he is a blessing. We love him a lot. Okay. Don't speak for me. No kidding. I that means. I've had too um, much wine. I'll have you know that he's very pleasant sometimes. <laughs> He's pleasant most of the time. Come on. Come on. Come on. He's actually a sweetie. This is actually all going to get cut, by the yeah. way. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Okay. Um, Have the day. You deserve. Bye. Bye. She's all kinds of... Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um...